0: Welcome to the St Martin's Challenge podcast, the podcast where we explore our vulnerabilities and our strengths, hosted by me, Lewis Owens. Really lovely to have Rosie Millard uh, with us today. Thank you, Rosie, for for joining us. Uh, Rosie is chair of BBC Children in Need, uh, chair of First Sight Gallery in Colchester. Um, Vice Chair of Opera North and previous roles, including CEO of Children and the Arts, Arts Editor of the New, New Statesman, and Arts Correspondent of the BBC. And of course, has written for many uh, national newspapers. I could spend probably the 15 minutes going through your incredible career, Rosie. So I have to cut that short, but it's lovely to have you on. Um, let's start, if we may, with, with Children in Need, uh, of which you, uh, you chair. Now, of course, for many of us, it's a, it's a regular annual fixture in, in November. Wonderful, wonderful event. But of course, there must be so much preparation that goes on to make that event happen. Tell us a little bit about the behind the scenes and perhaps if you can, how the charities are chosen and um, what it really involves.
1: BBC Children Need operates all year round. And as you said, the, the week-long appeal, which culminates in appeal night on the BBC, is really just the tip of the iceberg. And as far as the team who organise that show and that week are concerned, their work starts the minute that year's appeal is over, then they start planning the next one. But all year round, we are fundraising. We have a lot of fundraising events, a lot of mass events, which sadly this year, 2020, last year had to be curtailed, such yeah. as Car yeah. Fest, for example, which brings in about a million and a half. Uh, Chris Evans' amazing car and uh, sort of middle of the road music um, yeah. uh, at various country uh, estates. Um, but all year round, what we're doing is we are are effectively dishing the money out that we. Earned that we fundraised for that we would that we were was given to us in November. And last year, 2020, we had an event called The Big Night Inn, which we shared with Comic Relief, which was in the spring. Um, altogether we we raised about 70 million pounds this year, which right. is a record and amazing since, as I said, our, our, our mass activities had to be cancelled. And then we have we have Key moments in in the calendar year where we give out our grants and where we where we assess the applications from over three thousand charities across the UK and decide who gets what. Um, very sadly, a lot of applications are turned down. We can't give everyone. Um, but I think that, and we, and we also, our grants are not enormous. We don't give millions of pounds to one charity. We give modest amounts to thousands of grassroots charities, tiny charities. Typically we will fund a youth worker or someone to run a youth club. We, yeah. we typically fund, we do fund swings in playgrounds a bit still, but mostly we fund actual human beings to interact with young children, to interact with bereaved children, to help children who are anxious, lonely, frightened, um, uh, to help children in poverty. We have a big, uh, we have our own charity called A Million and Me, which helps with uh, children who are suffering mental health issues. And we also fund something called Emergency Essentials, which we give about three million pounds a year to. We could give all our money to this, but we, we don't. Um, uh, emergency essentials is is for families in crisis who move to an area and don't have a washing machine or don't have beds, oh. um, uh, the or an oven. Uh, yeah, we 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 use this money to provide things to help families get back on their feet, to help them live a a, 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 a life with with. The, the, the modern aids that we all take for granted. Because if you have a small child who goes to school every day in filthy uniform because you don't have a washing machine, mm. that child is going to be bullied and that child is not going to have as fulfilling a school experience as, as another child who does have a washing machine would, sure. would have. So that's very important in that we join with other charities um, such as the Children's Society to provide these things for families in crisis. And I think another important thing we do is we, because we are so trusted and because we've been in in this area for so long, we have a kind of integrity, we have an authority. Um, So if a donor sees that we are funding a charity up in Aberdeen or in Hull or in Plymouth. Yeah, and there's a poster on the wall saying, we are supported by children in need that donor is possibly quite likely to join in and to, and to, to give subsequent funding. Mm, so we've
0: got that, that stamp of authority, hasn't it? The, yeah, the reputation exactly and the recognition. Yeah yeah. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It must be incredibly humbling, Rosie, to, to see all of these, these children's charities that apply for funding. And, and as you say, also frustrating because you cannot support them all. It, it must be a very, very difficult job to, to decide.
1: Well, we're very fortunate in that we have a brilliant team, and we have, in every one of the nations and regions, we have a we have a, 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 a committee um, chaired by an independent chair, uh, made up of volunteers who assess the applications. And these people are absolutely terrific, and they are drawn not wholly, but but mostly from the charitable sector or from the youth sector. So they are people who who know about the drug problems in a certain area or who know about the lack of um, the, the lack of opportunities in a very, very rural area or the difficulties with transport, they will have an innate understanding of the particular problems in that area. And therefore, yeah. they'll be able to direct the money appropriately. And it, that that's is crucial,
0: that's
1: crucial, isn't it? To... On the ground work. we are not in some ivory tower yeah. giving money we don't know. Yeah. We are on the ground. Um, connecting with, with charities in a very real way. And I always say, you're never more than, I'd say, a kilometre away, wherever you are in the nation, from a children need funded charity. Uh, yeah, we, pro- yeah. we are probably grassroots. Yeah. And that's very important because, because the majority of people, we, have, we raised £70 million this year, the majority of donations hover around the 20 to £30 mark. So, as you can imagine, that's an awful lot of people giving 20 to 30 pounds, which is not an insignificant amount of money, but it's not thousands. So therefore, one knows that the amount of the people giving are across the nation. It's a properly supported British charity.
0: and That's very uplifting, isn't it? When, When, you know, the year that we've had, you mentioned that some of your activities have had to be cut out and so many charities are struggling um but to see that that human spirit come out to the fore in in times of need it really does give us hope doesn't it yeah, and yeah as, as we if go get, through into another
1: people are really generous i've written yeah. like if you give if you give above a certain amount of money you get a letter from the chair and uh, ah, okay well, that, that's an
0: incentive in itself rosie isn't it
1: <laughs> yeah it's kind of like if you if you're giving if you if your money is in four figures you'll get a letter from me and some people have given six-figure sums. Um, incredible. Absolutely So they amazing. get
0: two letters from you then, Rosie?
1: They get they get an extra big letter. Do <laughs> that.
0: That's... Uh, these
1: are people from across the nation. I mean, I can see their addresses, I'm writing to them. They are amazing, they're remarkable people. And it's very moving because they give a lot of money and their money is going to children they will never meet mm. and they will never see these children, but their money is giving joy and fulfillment and succor to children who are in desperate desperate conditions and absolutely that
0: it's, it's it's truly wonderful it really is how, how have you seen things obviously as we, we come out of 2020 into a hopefully a better uh, a better year but so many charities have struggled have you seen that at first hand rosie and not just Children's charities, but also the arts. I know the arts is something you're very passionate about as as well, and they yeah. seem to be two sectors that have really struggled. Have you seen that at first hand a lot?
1: Yeah, I, I absolutely have. I mean, I've seen it as a as a member of the audience, as a partaker, as a as, as someone who consumes art. Um, I've had you know cancellations and you know, tickets. I'd uh, not be able to take my children to uh, events at Christmas shows I particularly want to see, exhibitions I want to see. I, I, I look after I'm chair of First Sight, which as you mentioned, is a contemporary art space in Colchester. It is an amazing place. It's an amazing building. It's a knockout, beautiful golden building. Um, and uh, we've had to close and we've had to move all our, our, our events online we uh, devised an artistic, artist activity pack where key artists, including Turner Prize winners and very famous names, produced, helped to produce a pack which we sent out to thousands of families and children so they could do art at home. And we turned First Sight into a hub providing food for food parcels for people in poverty. Uh, First Sight is in Colchester. And Colchester is, is, is a low, Low-income place, and um, and therefore there's a lot of need there. Um, we've had to count. We, we we had to shut. We had to shut down effectively. Um, and it's a very it's a very popular place. It's a very popular place for the community. It does a lot of community work. We have we have a project called um, Holiday Fun, where we give uh, children from disadvantaged families free lunches and they do a bit of um sport and pe uh, organized by cultures of football club and then they do some art organized by us and it's it's very it's the health service funds us um anyway these things have had to stop and i think that for communities who have used their art centers who who've relied on on art to keep them happy and fulfilled it's very very tough it is um, tough. And I, and I
0: think yeah. in these times, we, we need the arts and we need music and we need culture more yeah. than ever, don't we? It's, yeah. it's something I mean, that Opera we north. thrive on.
1: Yeah, I mean Opera North, which is a fantastic company based in Leeds, but which travels, as the name suggests, all across the north of England and a bit of Scotland and, and Northern Ireland. Um, we, we've been doing a thing called From Couch to Chorus, where people at home have had choral training from our brilliant choral master and have all managed to, 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 to express themselves to sing wonderful choral pieces. And that has been very successful. But it's mm. not, you know, we've, 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 we've had a lot of, um, you know, the, the income of, of Opera North, which um, relies quite a lot on tickets, uh, has, has seen a bit of a flat lining, I should say, yeah. um, as, as all the other large subsidized and private um theatre companies and opera companies yeah. have
0: well let, let's hope for for better times ahead i'm i'm not quite sure what the uh, the news is going to bring us uh, shortly I, hopefully it's not too uh, uh not too alarming in terms of, of of more lockdowns but let's hope that the arts can rekindle itself because we we need it and let's hope that the charities that are struggling get the support they need uh, and obviously the, the help I think, that I
1: think people have responded i think people have responded both the charities in terms of their incredible generosity and the arts, you know, there have been some donations to the arts and I think that people have realized how much they need art and creativity in their life and they will flock back when the reopening happens, which I I
0: think- I think think they will. I I think people are are chomping at the bit to get back. They need it. It, It's something missing terribly in their their lives. And, um, you know, I know so many artists, so many musicians that are, just so supremely talented and we need them and um no i
1: know no i know so so
0: how how have you been keeping yourself fit and well during the lockdown because you are an avid runner aren't you rosie and and i see your your personal best and you put most of us to shame i also read did you run the great wall of china marathon yeah yeah that (laughs) sounds crazy tell us about (laughs) it quickly
1: pretty bonkers about the great wall of china well mad. i mean it is an actual marathon 26.2 miles. The first three or four miles are on the wall, which goes up and down. And the last three or four miles are on the wall. Uh, And in total you run 5,000 steps. You you go up and down 5,000 steps. And then you have in the middle, you have about 20 miles running through Chinese orchards and building sites and kind of like long, long roads. Only about 500 people do this bonkers marathon. And I think the winner did it in four hours 20. Which is uh, uh, for anyone who's not a, a marathon bore, um, I must tell you, four hours twenty is a kind of decent, a decent yeah. finishing time for an average runner. It's and not outstanding, one...
0: but it's it's, it's no, better than yeah. I could do.
1: Well, four four twenty, she won the Great Wall China Marathon. I finished it in five and a half hours, um, and uh, it was very very tough. I mean, people are sort of carted off on stretchers. Theo can't cope. Yeah. It's mad. I had to train. I trained um, in blocks of flats. I ran up and down stairs and I would do, I'd choose a block of flats. Interestingly, most blocks of flats have 14 steps between stories. It's sort of like I discovered it's a thing. Anyway, I'd go up and down the stories. Maybe there were 12 stories. Try and do it 10 times. Um, mm-hmm. And also, obviously, escalator stairs up and tube trains and anything like that. Um, sure. Running, very good for my uh, mental health. Um, also, I love doing it I, mean, I never really like going out. Putting my shoes on is the hardest thing about going running. Once I'm out, it's amazing. And yeah. I, had a, 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 I was unfortunate enough to have a, a benign, but still large brain tumor about two, two and a half years ago. Had it taken out of my head. When he was looking at my head, I had you know, my skull opened. I wasn't, uh, before you asked, I was not conscious. I know some people are.
0: but <laughs> I wasn't um, planning to ask.
1: The surgeon said, "I could see from the from the quality of your brain that you are a runner." Okay. Isn't
0: that well, there, you, there you go. That's an incentive oh, no. for us all.
1: He and I know running. that
0: that's uh, you. You. Uh, you speak very highly of the the National Brain Appeal, which is a charity for which I, I've uh, I've I've helped as well. Wonderful, wonderful yeah. charity.
1: I did, I did the London Marathon for the National Brain Appeal six months after having a. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a brain large brain to removed from my head and I did it in three hours 58 minutes and so that and I think that that is a
0: salute that's, that's pretty that, that's pretty good really. that's that's pretty <laughs> yeah, good
1: salute, the, the salute to the National um, Neurological Hospital in Queen's Square uh, which absolutely was- well let, let,
0: let's end this I'm, you know we're coming to our 15 minutes now which is always frustratingly short I could I could talk for a lot, lot longer right, to you right, right. So really could but um, are there a couple of charities that you want to give a particular shout out to some charities that are particularly meaningful to you?
1: Well, I will obviously I will obviously highlight the BBC Children in Need, which supports all these tiny charities that you won't have heard of, but which do amazing what well, we might have heard of some of them, but they do, it does an amazing work. I would also like to to big up National Brain appeal. Uh, which is remarkable and also I'd like to give a shout out for brownies and girl guides I ran a brownie pack for for 10 years the the, the girl guide movement is remarkable and Mm. terrific and uh, and it's a good thing to support
0: fantastic well three remarkable charities and and I'm sure there's numerous others that you, you could list as well uh Rosie, thank you ever so much for for joining us. I'm, I'm now actually going to Google the Chinese uh, Great Wall Marathon, not with any intention of doing it, but I just want to see do what it. you put yourself through. Um, but it's great to have you on. Thank you for you know for, you so for everything you do on behalf of, of the charities and the arts. Uh, keep well, keep in touch, and um, hope to speak to you again soon. Thanks
1: so much. Bye. Thanks, Rosie. <laughs>